friends. Welcome to the Unlikely Mentors Podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Mitzi. And each week, we'll share tidbits of wisdom we've learned through life and through our rather unusual friendship. Hi, friends. I'm so excited for you to hear this week's conversation with my brother, Dr. Jesse Reimink. Chatting with him about starting a podcast was super fun, and as you'll hear in a little bit, he recently also started an Etsy shop called JRR Stonework, and for the month of October, he's offering all of our listeners 10% off their entire purchase. We hope that you'll find something you love and maybe get ahead on your Christmas shopping. He has all sorts of awesome rock products, bookends, coasters, trivets. It's beautiful handmade goods, and you get a little note about where the rocks came from and a little bit of nerdy science behind it. So it's really cool. I'm very proud of him for that. At checkout, just use the code UNLIKELYMENTORS10. That's all one word, UNLIKELYMENTORS10 for 10% off your purchase at JRR Stonework on Etsy. I'll link it in the show notes for you as well. Now on to my conversation with Jesse. Welcome to episode number 24. So today's episode is a little bit different because it's just me, Kelsey, here with a very special guest, my brother, Jesse. Hi, Jess. <laughs> hey, how's it going, Kels? Great. How are you? Yeah, doing well. Doing well. Good. Now, we'll talk about who you are in a second, but let me set up why you're here with us. The First of all, the first male guest on our show. I think Chris might be a little bit jealous of that. But like, <laughs> so I had this idea this episode idea to, to answer some of these questions, Mitzi and I get a lot of questions about like, how did you start a podcast? Because it's sort of like this big idea that's a little bit sounds intimidating. And they look at someone like me and are like, well, if Kelsey can do it, I feel like I can do it or anyone can do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it yeah. sounds so like, oh, you have a podcast? What? It wow. downloads to people's phones? It's what? so fancy, right? Yeah. And so Mitzi and I get a lot of these questions. And so Mitzi and I are going to sit down and discuss it. But Jess, you also just started a podcast recently this summer. And so I thought it would be an, a perfect opportunity to have both of our perspectives about how it's done. So instead of just bringing like the unlikely mentors side of it, we can talk about your podcast and kind of how you do things too. So anyways, Jay, that's why you're here. Thanks for being here. Now, yeah, um, listeners, yeah, listeners have heard about you before in the sense that you're my brother and I've like mentioned that you're like one of my best friends, blah, blah, blah. Don't <laughs> get a big head. Um, but can you give us like the elevator spiel about who you are? Yeah, I guess, you know, your podcast is The Unlikely Mentors. I'm maybe more in the likely mentor category of beating <laughs> your older brother. Two years older than you, we're, we're the only two siblings, uh, the only two kids in our family. So mm -hmm. we, you know, there was a period of time where we did not get along. But uh, <laughs> I think it was around about college, we started getting along quite well. Yep. So I, uh, I'm a, actually a geology professor right now at Penn State. I have, a, I've went to grad school in Canada. I don't know, what else, what other tidbits? Well, should... Should we mention, like, the new addition to our family that's happening? I recently got engaged, uh, so... <laughs> I just spiked yeah. all my volume levels. Sorry, <laughs> listeners, for just blasting out your eardrums. Just got engaged. Yeah, yeah so just exciting. got engaged recently, so that's a new thing. So uh, I don't know if Tess will listen to this, um, but, you know, she's going to get some kudos as we discuss this as well, I'm sure. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Yes. So you're pretty much a rock nerd. You're a geology professor, researcher. You're Dr. Rymink. Indeed. Um, indeed. And now you are, oh, you own an Etsy shop. You have <laughs> JRR Stonework Etsy shop. Jesse, you're like pretty cool. You sell the, okay, 
Jesse sells these awesome bookends and coasters. It's just just beautiful. So yeah, well, I mean, there the the uh, yeah, well, we'll we'll get to that later, but. Yeah, and so a, now you have this really cool podcast called Planet Geo. So give it, tell us what Planet Planet Geo is. Yeah, well, we'll talk about this about the inspiration behind this a little bit more. But Planet Geo, basically, we're after we're it's with myself and a really influential person in my life, Chris Bullheis, who was my high school uh, geology and earth science teacher. Chris is a nationally recognized earth science teacher. He's one of these incredibly inspiring individuals. Just as an educator, someone you know all of us want to be like just somebody who can who can motivate people and get people interested in whatever he's talking about just by his enthusiasm. So we started a podcast and the point is to communicate the importance of earth science and geosciences to society to eco- our economies in a short <laughs> podcast form and do it mm-hmm. in a sort of entertaining and kind of punchy way. So yeah, you guys, you've done two episodes when we're recording this. Well, there's three, but you've done also like plate tectonics, which one of my high school students was like, they explained all the words. Like I actually understood what they were talking about, which is very cool. So that's, <laughs> yeah, that's kudos great. to you guys. And then you guys talked about Yellowstone National Park and man, it just made me want to go travel again and get off the boardwalk. Yeah, get absolutely. Off the the, this, get off the boardwalk. That's right. Yeah. No, it's one of these fun things to, it's fun to talk about. It's fun to dream about. It's fun to reminisce, but, yeah. and also, you know, the point is to, to get people interested in, in, you know, the planet earth and, and that our field is actually kind of important to, you know, society. So yeah, for sure. And it's really cool. Similar to this podcast, the unlikely mentors that you and Chris have an awesome relationship. And Chris is someone who means a ton to you. He's impacted your life in big ways. I mean, a big reason why you're a geology professor now or geoscience professor is because of Chris Bullheis. And I had him in school. He, I can attest phenomenal, phenomenal teacher. So anyways, so we both have started podcasts in 2020. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about how we did it. So not to brag or anything, but I'm going to brag. This was actually first my idea, was it not? Uh, I I think, I I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to plead the fifth on this because I don't want to get in the way of you and my fiance arguing about whose idea it actually was. Oh, Uh, okay. okay. uh, But I do, I do agree that you, uh, you probably, you planted the seed. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I mean, okay. So I've lived my whole life riding on the tails of my big brother. We went to the same high school, college, et cetera. And so now this is really where I want to make sure all the listeners know this is where I was first. I forged my own path. And then (laughs) you fought, you were like, like, uh, I think it was mostly like, well, seriously, if Kelsey can do it, like anyone can. So, um, <laughs> Jesse, do you that. remember? Do you remember the first time I started talking about doing podcast? Yeah, I mean, I think it was New Year's. I don't remember the the details because it's me, and I don't remember these things. Right. But it was, I think, it was on our, our sort of annual friends and family trip up to up to northern Michigan um, and we were doing a hike or something like that and we were all talking about our goals for 2020 and what we wanted to do and I, I don't remember the other goals you had yeah but I know the podcast came up in in the list yeah. of of 2020 goals I I absolutely I don't actually I'd have to look back at all my other goals I've really focused on this one because I've achieved it <laughs> um but I did I Like in December of 2019, I had this idea of like, I think Mitzi and I could do a podcast. And so I kind of threw it out there to her. And so by the beginning of 2020, when we were on this hike with our friends, I had set a goal to do three months of a podcast. And and that was 
that was our goal. And Mitzi had committed to that goal as well. And so we had started, I don't think we had recorded at that, at that point, but I remember, I remember it more clearly probably because me admitting that goal was a little bit scary of like, okay, I'm telling you and Tess and my husband and then two of our other friends, like I'm telling them that I'm going to start a podcast. Yeah. And, and these are the, the, all, the all, like the, the list of people in the world who hold you most accountable. It, the list is pretty yeah. short and, and they're all there at the, in the yes. same moment. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so then, so, you know, we talked about it a bit and Mitzi and I did and, and kind of we'll talk about like what we did before we started but I think we actually started recording in February okay so you started recording in February what was the the sort of timeline before that how much discussion did you have and planning and then what once you decided oh we're going to start recording then 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 how did that how did the timeline go from there yeah, so Mitzi and I had several meetings, which is funny because Mitzi and I only ever run together usually or, like, maybe have our families together for dinner. Um, but we actually, like, had podcast talk meetings. And w- there was this article, and I know I shared it with you too, Jess. I'll link it in the show notes. But it talked about, like, the things you need to think about before you start a podcast. And it was things like, who's your ideal audience member? What's your vision? How long is it going to be? What's your genre? Blah, blah, blah. And that we use that, like I literally wrote those questions out and we answered them together in that brainstorming session. And that's even when like we came up with our name for the podcast was like January. And then we started recording. So when we first started recording, we said, okay, we're going to have five episodes prepared before we release. And then we had five episodes ready and we were like, "Mm, we better make that eight. Like, just in case something (laughs) happens and we can't. And then we had eight recorded, and I'm going to blame Mitz, and she can't even stand up for herself. Mitzi was like, I think we should have 11. Like, three months. I'm like, well, if we've met our goal, that's our goal is to have three. (laughs) So we actually started releasing in April when we had 11 episodes previously recorded. So anyways, so what was your timeline like? Well, so for me, the, you know, going back to the motivation of this, I mean, you you certainly planted the seed with your discussion about podcasts when you, you know, in your discussion of your goals for 2020. And I didn't really come around to uh, deciding to do a podcast until I was maybe a little bit bored during COVID. Um, And I'd had, I'd visited uh, my fiance's family Mm -hmm. over Christmas and, you know, her, her father had, I think it was Tess and her father, maybe they had tagged me, something like that. They're (laughs) like, oh, totally. You guys should do a podcast, you know, like on the, on rock and geoscience all that stuff be totally cool yeah he, he always says totally awesome it, totally awesome and and i was like ah no you know there's no way what do i have to contribute blah 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 you know lack of confidence all that stuff then yeah. i really I, I remember it distinctly i was on a run in pennsylvania and it was during covid it was like the worst march in the history of marches uh, the really weather hard. was terrible i was on this run it was like going for like a four mile run and it was raining just like blowing rain straight into my oh. face. And it was the first oh. time your your podcast uh, thing. So I, uh, your oh, podcast yeah. had just launched. So I was listening to the first episode and your intro where you were like, oh, here's our relationship. It's a really unique relationship. It's kind of like, you know, this unique thing that other people might have, might not have. And I was like, whoa, the light bulb clicked. I was like, okay, yeah. Chris Bullheis is, we have a little bit of an interesting relationship. He's my former teacher which is a little bit strange maybe, but we've become really, really close friends over the years. Mm-hmm. And he's really, as you said, really influential in my life and the reason I'm a professor right now. So I was like, oh, maybe that is like a tangible hook. And I, I have to admit that I I listen to, a, I listen to tons of podcasts, but mm-hmm. I listen to podcasts for a 
for content. Like I am totally chasing information and knowledge in like as quick and 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 uh, like as quick and punchy as I can get it. So I and I, and I didn't didn't really recognize that a relationship could be an interesting thing to listen to yeah. in a podcast yeah. until I listened to you and Mitzi. And I was like, wow, this is a really interesting dynamic. Yeah. And and you know, there's there's other people who who like that a lot. And so I thought, mm-hmm. oh, that's really an interesting media. I hadn't, hadn't considered that in a podcast before. Right. So right. I guess that was the the backstory of it. Um, so that time, was like April, early April. Yeah, that was like early April. So I, I like I think I called Chris first, and then I called you immediately after, and we just kind of what did we do? I can't remember the timeline. I mean, we moved pretty quick with the, you know, we bought microphones and we sort of. Started I mean, yeah, that thinking. was all happening in like before June because you were up with us for a bit. Yeah, I was in Michigan and we were moving yeah. forward. So I think we started recording. In mid June, probably. Okay. And then, and then and released then, in August. And then released in August. That's right. So, but that that took too long. I mean, we could have done it quicker, but life yeah. got away from both of us a little bit um, sure. in July. So, was it hard? Was it hard to get Chris on board? I know, like Mitzi was totally down. Listeners have heard that story. Was it hard to get Chris on board? Uh, no, it wasn't hard to get Chris on board at all. Not really. He was like, "Oh, this sounds really interesting." I think the maybe the only. I wouldn't call it a hesitation, but the only concern he had was, I think, it, perhaps a, a bit of a uh, it, it, podcasts are not really the medium. We we our generation grew up with mm-hmm. podcasts. We know it right. really well. Right. Um, it's not really you know the, his medium or his generation's medium. Although they do listen to a lot of podcasts and they're interested in stuff. So that was the only yeah. potential like mm-hmm. hold up. But no, he was immediately on board. He's um, a go getter too. I know oh, that. In your yeah, first totally. three episodes, you can see that very obviously. <laughs> yeah, Chris he's is down. Uh, he's down no, for the there's party. No, the there's ride. no stopping yeah. Chris when he gets uh, it's this it's the snowball go down the hill. Do not get in the way of it. <laughs> right. So okay, so let's talk about like a couple detaily things, which probably only a few people will care about, but it's kind of interesting, right? Because we're regular yeah. people. And uh, Mitzi and my goal was to spend very little money doing this. So right. like, this is a hobby. We'll see where it goes. Of course, we'd love for it to become more, but like right now, we're very happy with what it is. So when Mitzi and I first started recording, we had a mic that plugged into our iPhones and we recorded our first three episodes on it. And then we kind of were like, okay, we like this. We're going to keep going. And so we got this mic called the Blue Yeti, which is like a very average, it's called a USB mic. It plugs into your computer it's not techie at all, but like a lot of intro introductory podcasters or like gamers will use it. And it's definitely better quality. And so once we started recording episodes on the Blue Yeti, we realized our first three episodes were like trash quality wise. Okay. And we re-recorded them all. <laughs> so the first three episodes we like just threw out and I mean we did the same content, but we re-recorded because I couldn't handle I was a little more like it bugged me to have bad quality. And so Mitzi and I for a long time just recorded on the one blue Yeti mic. Yeah, that's interesting. So you guys record in person together in the same room? We did. Before COVID, we did. Okay. So yeah. So tell me what your setup is. 
So right now, Chris and I, well, we we just we did this after you guys had gone through the whole iPhone yeah, uh, yeah. plug-in kind of thing, and so we both bought the Blue Yeti microphones, which were actually surprisingly hard to get a hold of because apparently oh. during COVID, a lot of people either started podcasts or started you know doing Twitch streaming and all that stuff. Yeah, so, or like conference calls where they wanted yeah, clear audio. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they, so they're sold out of these, and then the Blue Yeti's great. It's a little bit of the introductory price yeah. range i mean maybe not introductory it's the the sort of basic price range you can get a lot more expensive but um so we yes. both have blue blue okay. yetis um and we record typically over some video conferencing app like okay. zoom and then record the audio there okay okay and so you guys are always separate because he's in michigan you're in pennsylvania yep. mitzi and i didn't have that problem until quarantine and when that happened we started doing similar where we recorded separately, but like we're talking, you know, via video or whatever. So at that time she got a second or a cheaper mic and it was like this little thing. It it didn't sound as well. You can go back and listen to those episodes. It's okay. But we just acquired a second Blue Yeti mic and we're excited. She actually hasn't done an interview yet or a podcast episode yet with it, but we're excited about that. So Jesse, this is the question I get all the time. Like, can you go a whole 30 minutes without saying the word um? Because you know, our podcasts sound like this, right? Do you edit your podcasts and like how much do you edit them? <laughs> yes. The answer is absolutely yes. I have a lot of ticks, as you just as you can maybe pick up a few <laughs> of them, depending on how Kelsey edits this out. Um, I have <laughs> I, I have a lot of, of little ticks that I do. I tend to when I get excited, I tend to blur my words together and and you know, kind of uh, raise, I do a lot of, you know, you're right. You know, I have a little vocal fry in there. So yeah, we, we <laughs> edit these things out. It, I would say that for now, we're only about four or five episodes in at the recording stage at, at the time that we're recording this episode. Mm-hmm. So we're getting better at learning how to record cleanly yeah. and record with minimal editing. But I mean, the first couple episodes, the plate tectonics one, I think we, we, we recorded about an hour and a half of audio just because we both have a lot to say about Yellowstone. And then we edit it down that to to 25 minutes or whatever. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. And the, the, the text, the, the audio editing. Yeah. We clean up the audio a little bit. I mean, I remember the first time I listened to your podcast, Kelsey, I remember thinking, wow, I know. First of all, first of all, I know this tone. This is Kelsey's (laughs) teaching tone. This is Kelsey (laughs) in teacher mode. And second of all, uh, I was like, wow, the audio is incredibly clean. You guys are so well-spoken. Like, how oh, is it possible you. to talk like that? <laughs> um, and then you're like, oh, yeah, well, we edit that a fair amount. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. Then I realized, oh, yeah, you can actually, like, edit out the ums and the and the uh-huh. blah, blah, blahs, you know, like, really quite easily. Quite easily. Yeah. Very easily. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing, I, actually. I use GarageBand because, again, it's free on yep. my very old Mac computer. And I just like YouTube how to use GarageBand. And I don't even know if I'm using it correctly, probably, but like <laughs> I am using it. And yeah, so you, I think you so far have edited a bit more like content. Like you said, you shorten down your um, an hour and 30 minute recording to 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah. And Mitzi and I do less of that. I think we, we have m- maybe more of a pretty strict, here's what we're going to say. And we watch the clock and then 
I really am just editing out pauses, ums, awkward th- things we say, and we're like, ugh, that's... Like, we have this red flag policy that if we're listening to it and we ever say something that brings a red flag up to the other person, we have to tell them. Because okay. we don't want to, like, have it be released and then be like, oh, that hurt somebody's feelings or, you know, Oh, what that's I mean. an interesting so, idea. Yeah. So what do you do while you're recording? Do you point it out in the audio? Do you? No, you know? no, it would be like when we're listening back. And the problem is I'll edit it and upload it to like this app called Anchor, which okay. is what pushes it out to all of the hosts. And then Mitzi will listen to it before it's actually published. So if she gets a red flag when she listens, I have to go back and unpublish it. And it's kind of a pain. Right. But there right. it doesn't it hasn't happened very often. But yes, we do want to hold each other accountable for that. And so there is some editing. I cannot go 20 minutes without saying the word um, but like you said, I am getting a ton better at it. I can I can like take a breath without saying the word um while I breathe now. Yes, um, I think which is you, great. It it you kind of learn very quickly on both sides of it, both how to record audio so that it's easily yeah. editable. And also how to record audio so that you don't need to edit it. (laughs) Yes, because editing is just so time consuming. And if you're the editor, which you and I both are currently doing the editing, it is you just are like, this is it's I would rather not say the word um because it's not worth it. Yeah. And if you hate the sound of your own voice like I do, it's really terrible to edit audio. You have a great podcasting voice. I know Tess tells you this all the time, but yeah. No, actually, I think Tess said that. Oh, Chris Bullheis, he's got he's got such an he's got such a radio (laughs) voice. It's amazing. And then I had to break it to her that he's also got a radio face. So, you know, that was that was good. That made me feel a little better. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Okay, so there's this thing called a host for, which is like how we distribute our podcasts, right? Yep. I, and I actually don't know the answer to this. What? It, how do you distribute your podcast to the hosts? And well, okay, so what is a, a host is just like Apple Podcasts is a host, right? right? It's a platform. So I don't, I guess I don't really fully understand the technology behind it, but basically you have this feed, which RS, RSS feed which, mm-hmm. you know, is what's pulling any updates. And and so, you know, there's distri- podcast distributors like your Apple iTunes or your Apple um, podcast app on your phone or Spotify or whatever. Those are all like searching these feeds, but you need a place to store the audio on the internet, you know, in the cloud or on some storage drive. And that's the service that you either yeah. get okay. for free or pay for. And then they, you can, they distribute that to all the, they put that feed out there for, the little the the apps to pull any updates yeah. you have. Okay, and what it, and what you use do Anchor, you use? Right? I use Anchor, which is free. Okay. It is currently meeting all of our needs. I it distributes to like nine platforms, which isn't a ton, but it's like the major ones. You can like even edit. You could do everything in Anchor. You could record, edit, and distribute. But we don't. I don't love the editing feature. It just doesn't give me as many options as I like. Uh, and so I do it on GarageBand, and then you know, upload it to Anchor. But it's been working really great for us. What do you guys use? We have been using uh, this Buzzsprout, this website called Buzzsprout. Okay. They do have a free version of it. Uh, we decided to go with the, I think it's $6 a month or something for okay. up to four yeah. hours of audio. The main reason we went that way is that they have some nice features. They have uh, a fairly a good statistical background. So they give you a lot of information about how many listens, which episodes get all the listens, all, you know, what time they're coming in, what the locations of them all and all that kind of stuff, which we were interested in. 
And the yeah. other thing that they have is they have a, an algorithm that smooths the audio volume and puts it at the Apple podcast standard for you. Mm -hmm. So that's like an extra $1 a month or $2 a month, I think. So we're like, well, that saves us because often recording separately in separate locations, oftentimes our audio will be off in volume. um, And so it's just easier to not have to go in and manually change that. So we're like, okay, that's worth it. That's worth it for sure. So we went, that's Buzzsprout. Uh, That's just a, a website hosting service. Okay. So what else helped you get started with podcasting? Is there anything else that you're like, this was important or key or I thought about this? Depends what you're after, I suppose. I think depending on what your goal is, it seems like there's different advice out there for how to go about, mm. you know, advertising versus yeah. how many, how many, you know, episodes you should have stockpiled before you release, how many you should release on the day that you release your podcast. So I, I just read a lot of online, you know, blogs and posts and, and just got information from other people who were doing it. I think most of my information, though, came from you and like what do, what not to do in the <laughs> yeah. what not to do category. Yeah. We learned that. Yeah. <laughs> so that was and really helpful. We we listened to it. Mincy and I both have listened to this podcast called Pod School by Rachel Corbett is her name. And she actually is a blog, too, and a you could take a course by her, but pod okay. school, it shares short episodes of advice about really all the topics about a, being a pod, having a podcast. And that was helpful and still is, but yeah, we talk a lot just about like, well, what do you do for this? How did you do this? What? Yeah. And we're yeah, just figuring and, it out. And on that note, there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of the advice on the, the, whatever the, the discussion boards or the, mm-hmm. you know, podcasting blogs that you can find on the internet, they, they often, the number one advice is go to somebody who has a podcast or get plugged into the producer podcast producing community. Cause it's very helpful and it's very sort of collegial. So yeah. I, yeah. I don't know that that's true. It's true amongst us, us two. <laughs> yeah. Siblings. It's helpful. <laughs> No, but I, we've had, so we were just on a trip together, Jess, and another one of our friends is starting a podcast, Holly. And so we all sat down and talked about that. And then I got back to school and um, a coworker at school is starting a podcast. And so we sat down and talked about it. So like, I feel like, yeah, like it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to do. It's also a growing like media space. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I forget, I, I did a deep dive into the statistics of all this when I was deciding whether or not this was sort of worth the time to do it. Yeah. And you know, the, there's a massive increase in podcast listeners in the last four or five years. And if you're in it to make money, then you know, there are the big companies are starting to market on podcasts and advertise. And so it's becoming a, it's becoming a real thing. Yeah. And I think during COVID, a lot of people listen, a, listen to a lot more podcasts and a lot of people started new podcasts yeah. as well. So I agree. What's the goal? What's your goal for your podcast? Yeah, that, that's a good question. Our goal at the moment is we're going to do it a year and okay. we're going to see what happens. I think for me, I have some, some more personal goals in that, you know, my job is, is partly is a, a majority of my job is research a substantial amount of my job is teaching. And then there's a a smaller part of my job that is like service and outreach. And that is like community service and outreach. So I would, I would love it if this uh, planet geo podcast reached a level where it could be included in that category for my job. Um, So I'm after, you know, numbers a little bit to to try and get people to listen and to, to read, to have it be an educational tool for people and also get the interested 
random, you know, doctor or, you know, businessman out there who kind of is interested in going outside a lot to get them interested a little bit and pay attention. So what about you? Well, you know, we reached our three month goal and we're still having fun. So we evaluated when we reached that three month goal and we said, oh yeah, we'll keep doing it. Okay. That's good. Yeah. And and in fact, Mitzi just said, somebody just asked her this question last week, like, how long are you going to do this for? What's, what's the end goal? And she said, until we run out of topics to talk about. (laughs) That's a good one. There you go. I think that's perfect. So far, we have quite a list still of topics to talk about. So uh, we're going to just keep making episodes while we love it. That's a good sign. Yeah, that's right. If you love it and if you find it useful, then why not? Right. Right. And I think you'll find this too. Like, the feedback you get like, oh, this episode made me start running or this episode like got me pumped up for school. Like that stuff is freaking gems. That is what (laughs) keeps it like we just love that side of it. And so it's cool. I'm sure you'll get that where you're like, oh, my gosh, it made me go to Yellowstone, blah, blah, blah. Well, hopefully, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, Jess. We can all strive to be Kelsey Fralick. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, Jess, thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, sharing your knowledge about podcasting and what we're learning together. <laughs> well, thanks for having me and take everything I say with a grain of salt as usual. Well, we're both learning. We're both just figuring it out as we go, right? Yep. So if you haven't heard the Planet Geo podcast yet, you should go check it out today. Where, Jess, can people find you on the socials? Oh, all the socials. Yes, all the socials. We are at Planet Geocast. And our email uh, is planetgeocast at gmail.com. I will link that. I am also, I know you don't want me to advertise this, but I am also going to link your Etsy shop because of the beauty that is there. (laughs) Okay. I I don't even care. I'm your sister and I get to do it. So there you go. (laughs) There. Awesome. Hey, if you're also not over at the Unlikely Mentors Instagram page, we would love for you to check it out. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast and go rate and review the Planet Geo podcast if you're loving it. Thank you for listening. Jess, thanks for being here and have an awesome week. Take care, guys.